Hello and welcome to the Scott Sportscast Fantasy Football League NFL Week 4 Picks. I am your host, George Scott. Uh, oh, wait, oops, my bad. I'm Alexei uh, <laughs> Scott. Uh, <laughs> sometimes I forget, you know. You got to save that as a blooper. That I, one. I, got, I, got, I got the last name on me, so I wouldn't forget. I think I just need the first name now. <laughs> No, that one was good. <laughs> I did not expect that one. <laughs> Got to keep them on their toes, you know, on the balls of the feet, baby. <laughs> like I just had that interview with Arturo Perez, a college track field and cross country runner. And he said, the biggest thing you got to stay on the balls of your heels or uh, off your heels and on your balls of your feet. So <laughs> just thought yeah. I'd give that one out there but no i'm i'm alex a i'm with my co-host here george how you doing hey just restarted no that's i did that on purpose <laughs> i don't even remember what i said <laughs> but anyway so we're here with our nfl week four picks uh so i'm gonna go ahead and screen share so <laughs> Besides being thrown off, how is, uh, how's your day going here? It's going good. It's going good. All right. So for our first game, our Thursday night game later today, we have the Denver Broncos on their third QB uh, <laughs> going against the other winless New York Jets in New York. Um, not a whole lot to mention on this matchup. Both teams are, you know, have the record they have for a reason. Uh, I would say that I give the edge to the Broncos here. They uh, have more of a solid uh, run game going, but I expect something like a 14 to 10 game here. Uh, winners, Broncos. Who you got? <clears throat> Oof. <laughs> number 29 and number 32 ranked offense. Um, surprisingly, um, let's see, Broncos, they're not, they're not as bad as advertised. They're just having some struggles here at quarterback. A little bit of consistency could help them out, so that's why I'm going to take them in this game. I'm not sure if Patrick Lindsay is going to be healthy enough to um, help out the quarterback this week. Um, he might be back. Um, yeah, I would say start the Broncos running backs. Be cautious with the wide receivers. But, yeah, give me the Broncos winning this game. Don't Don't start any Jets. Please don't start any Jets, please. Okay, so going with the Broncos here? Going with the Broncos. All right. Our next game, we have the Arizona Cardinals traveling to take on the Carolina Panthers. 
interesting matchup here. Interesting matchup. Uh, without CMC, uh, Teddy Bridgewater, you know, about, about average. Both these offenses are are doing pretty good. Uh, middle middle of the pack, just about. Um, Cardinals are breaking the top ten. Cardinals defense is looking better. I'm gonna have to take the Cardinals in this one. Kyler Murray is really really starting to find a groove here, especially with DeAndre uh, Hopkins uh, being that true number one receiver, as we all know he would be. Then, uh, yeah, I just, without CMC, I don't see him being able to, uh, to keep that kind of pace with that, that passing attack. Plus, you got a little bit of a better defense in Arizona. So, I'm going to go with Cardinals. Yeah, I got to take the Cardinals. They just, <clears throat> at least on paper, they just have a more complete team, a more solid team. And that's what's going to carry them. I think Kyler Murray, he's a good scrambler, can really make some plays. And whenever you have DeAndre Hopkins and Larry Fitzgerald, they make the quarterback's job a lot easier. So go ahead and start them in your league. Um, yeah, the Panthers, they've been playing pretty good ball. Um, they just haven't really been getting it done because they're they're lacking their their number one weapon, but they're not really gonna do enough to to threaten the Cardinals. So give me a healthy victory here for the Cardinals. Yeah, I um, thought Robbie Anderson was gonna do a little bit better last week with CMC being out, but it looked like it actually made a made it a little tougher, gave him a little more attention. So. So we'll see yeah. if uh, he can shake loose against some of those uh, good DBs in uh, in Arizona. Yeah. So, so so give me like a twenty eight seventeen type of game. Uh, Cardinals. Cardinals. Very nice. Very nice. <laughs> Who would have thought? We just a year or two ago, we we wouldn't have said that about the Cardinals. Cardinals play hard though. <laughs> So interesting. Never count on a team that plays hard. So interesting here. The one that really throws me off is the number one defense they have ranked is the Colts. The Colts heading to uh, take on the Chicago Bears. The undefeated 3-0 Chicago Bears. Uh I don't know. Something about that defense of being ranked number one, I just don't trust right now. Um, if you look at who who shredded them up, Gardner Minshew was able to throw three touchdowns on them. Um, so I'm, I think Nick Foles just got named starter for this week for the Chicago Bears. I think that one of his strengths really is reading a defense. So uh, expect Nick Foles to make some good plays, um, make some pretty good throws. I feel that deep threat of the Bears is going to be back now that uh, Foles just has a better deep ball than Trubisky. So expect uh, people like Darnell Mooney and Allen Robinson to 
start hitting some more uh, intermediate to deeper routes, uh, especially Anthony Miller. Um, but I see Phillip Rivers going to have a real tough time against – against that Bears defensive line. You got Akeem Hicks, uh, Khalil Mack, Roy Ro- uh, Robert Quinn all coming at you. They have probably the best safety in football, uh, at least at least top five in my opinion, uh, Eddie Jackson. Then you have a top three corner in Kyle, Kyle Fuller taking away your number one receiver. So as long as we're able to cover the tight ends, uh, we should do pretty well against – against the Colts um like I said it just you gotta make sure you get uh, touchdowns instead of field goals in the red zone and then I see Bears moving on to the first team to go 4-0 yeah I I gotta agree with you I think the Bears take this game um I would say temper your expectations for Nick Foles though this is the number one defense for a reason. It's real hard to score touchdowns on them. But, well, Nick Foles, here's a secret. As a Philly fan, as a Super Bowl MVP, Philadelphia Eagles quarterback, you got to take bad Nick with good Nick. So Nick Foles will have some bad games, but he will have some amazing great games. Um Expect an average kind of day here. Don't I wouldn't expect maybe a, a huge game. Um, he could probably put up like maybe like 20, 20, 23 fantasy points. But don't expect him to go off for like five touchdowns or anything crazy like that. <clears throat> but if you're in a deep league and you need a quarterback play, um, he's, he's worth a shot. But this ain't the week for um, for him to shine is what I'm trying to say. Maybe something like next week. You really start to see some some good football from Nick Foles, but I think he kind of struggles a little bit. Um, but, yeah, I, the Colts don't really excite me too much on offense. They just benched Phillip Rivers, right, something like that? Uh, I don't know if they benched him. Um, yeah, they're not happy with them, that's for sure. Well, <laughs> check, check out this – the number one rated defense. You you lost twenty to twenty seven against the Jaguars, then against uh, the uh, my my Minnesota Vikings. Uh, you won twenty eight to eleven, so that that was a pretty good performance. But even though there's a reason why the Vikings still haven't won a game, and that's due to their offense. Um, but then also they won 36 to seven against the New York Jets. So these offenses that they played are not, they're not good, not the best offenses, but uh, whenever Gardner Minshew goes out there and throws three touchdowns and then he struggles against everybody else, you know, that, that gives me uh, faith for, for the Bears offense, Nick Foles, and especially with the better run game with David Montgomery. We, yeah, but but you, you also got to remember that the Colts and the Jaguars are a division game, and yeah. those games are always crazy. <clears throat> exactly. But um, I will say this. Yeah, give me the Bears to win, help, you know, by a good margin. I would say give me like a 21-13 type of game. 
Bears Bears win. Two rushing TDs. Maybe Nick Foles has a TD. The way the Bears has been going, I see it being a little bit closer. Maybe a four-point spread. I'll so go I would say start start Montgomery. Oh no, is Montgomery healthy? Yep. Yep. So start Montgomery. Um, start Allen Robinson. Start Jimmy Graham. Nick Foles loves to throw his tight ends, so he might be a sleeper of the week. His two uh, new. Oh, I don't know if he's still a sleeper now, but. Yeah, Nick if he's Foles out there, go get him. He had he had a couple bad weeks in a row, then so expect some targets for him going forward. <laughs> then back up too, <laughs> just in case. And then on the Colts, Marlon Mack might be a good play. Um, yeah, he'll be able. Bears, to get Bears have a good pass defense. It's tough to move the ball on them, and then maybe a tight end. Who uh, is, is it? Doyle? Doyle. Yeah, Doyle might be a decent play as well. But so we'll we'll have to keep an eye out on this game. See, like you said, with Philip Rivers. But yeah, I see the Bears moving here to uh, to four and zero as long as they stick uh, to their game plan and execute. Uh, so you got Bears as well. Yes, give me the Bears. Uh, oh, twenty one, like twenty one thirteen. Gotcha. I'm gonna go twenty four twenty one. I say, say um, Nick Foles gets us into uh, either a late late touchdown to take the lead and uh, defense holds, or in range for a field goal. So our next game we have the Jacksonville Jaguars, the Jort Warren stash flashing, uh, Gardner Minshew been rough the past couple of weeks. Um, Taking on Joe Burrow and the Bengals. Uh, Bengals couldn't get their first win. Uh, ended up tying with Philly. <laughs> so at least Philly didn't lose that game, huh? I'd rather lose. <laughs> I feel you on that one. You punt. You punt. You 19. You punt. You Doug Pitt. You punt. You punt. Yes. <laughs> All right, but we're not talking about that. I don't. I don't even know on this game. To me, this one's iffy. Um, you want you want to trust Joe Burrow, but you can't trust that defense. Same thing in Jacksonville. You just want to trust them, but you can't. Ah. <laughs> <sighs> Yeah, it looks like they're pretty even in the in the rankings category through the first two weeks. So, yeah, a uh, little bit better defense by the Jaguars, and also uh, a better rushing attack. So, give me the Jaguars in this one. Uh, I feel you can start all of your players in this game. Joe Mixon, Burrow, um, Gardner. Um, it, this one might come down to a shootout or just a low-scoring game. Uh, just depends how these offenses go. So I, I would probably even start A.J. Green. Um, yeah, so – 
uh, start them all. <laughs> and I don't think anybody can be stopped except for the defenses. They, they might have a lot of points on them. So. And here is where I got to disagree with you. Give me Joe Burrow and the Bengals getting their first victory. And it's my lock Joey. of the week. Joey B, lock of the week? I'm just joking. It's not my lock of the week. <laughs> but, but I'm definitely going with the Bengals here. Um, Joe Burrow showed that he can be a real quarterback. A.J. Green, he's starting to get a little more comfortable again. Um, not quite the same player he was, but you never know if he can have those shiny moments where he looks like his old self. Um, maybe he could, could, maybe he can get back there, but we haven't seen it yet. Um, Joe Mixon, good play. Yes, you know, pretty much start everybody in this game. Give me a, give me, give me a Joe Burrow victory here, though. I think he's ready for his first victory. So, uh, 27-24, or no, 28-24 Bengals. Nice. Yeah, I mean, this is an opponent where he can. So, yeah, this is one of those where it's a good uh, momentum builder for him if he can get the win. But Gardner, a little more experienced. That run game's going to help him out more than Joe Mixon's going to. So, I got to go with the Jags. Um, but it, this one's a toss-up. This, this <laughs> yeah, this one's going to be close. Point flip. One score game. Uh, next next matchup we have, I don't think it's going to be a close game. Uh, <laughs> we have the Browns traveling to uh, Dallas to take on the Cowboys. Uh, the, the two and one Browns, though. Let's – let's uh, good job, Browns. It's been like 30 years, but you got a winning record so far. Uh, for hey. the first three weeks, so I'm proud of you. Hey, that's but, more than most teams. But when you're when you're going against the Cowboys at home with a super hot deck, Prescott and Ezekiel, uh, it's getting going. That defense is way better than yours. Um, even though Bruce Irvin's out for the year, and and uh, also who's uh, Gerald McCoy, who they just got, so so he's out for the year. But it ain't gonna matter. Something about that that Browns play calling just puts all of the best players in the worst positions possible every play. So um, I expect a lot of pressure coming after uh, after Mayfield, and expect him to to get pressure to make a couple mistakes throughout this game. I see, I see maybe a forced a bad throw, forced interception for Mayfield. Uh, that's really going to start turning the tide for. Uh, for the Cowboys, and that's when they'll start pulling away. Um, so give me the Cowboys big, uh, 20, 30, 35 to, to 12. It's going to be a weird score. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got to agree. Start your Cowboys. Um, start Nick Chubb. Probably would stay away from Baker Mayfield if he can. Um, but if if you do have Baker Mayfield, it could be a little sleeper play. Um, Cowboys defense isn't that great. But 
Yeah, I just don't see how they're not getting it done with the weapons that they have on paper and all that. So I don't know if it's a coaching or whatever it is, but um, Cowboys should should kind of roll this one. Um, so give me something like I don't know. Yeah, like 38, 38, 20, 38, 20. Nice. So we have our next matchup. We have the Saints heading down to the Motor City to take on the Detroit Lions. Uh, give me the Saints. <laughs> Uh, I think Kamara. Yeah, just Kamara uh, and Drew Brees are going to have a day. Uh, that Lions much improved, but not enough to take on, not to take on that, those Saints. Um, it'll be, it's not going to be as bad. I feel the score is going to look worse than the game. You know, um, yeah. a couple of plays here or there is really going to hurt the Lions, but. Give me something like 31 to 23. Yeah, sounds like a Lions score. Don't <laughs> yeah. it? <laughs> it really does. It really does. Yeah. I, I, give me the Saints here rolling. Um, start everybody. Everybody on the Lions getting points. Psych. <laughs> Don't start they, any Lions. They need Galladay back. Bad. Stop. I, he, I think he is act. He might be active. Um, even then, oh, um, this ain't the week. Speaking of, Mike Thomas is also back at practice. So if he'll play this week, questionable. But expect at least next week he should be back in the lineup. Yeah. Lion, Lions running backs might be an okay play. Uh, Adrian Peterson. Johnson. Uh, he's been but, averaging about 60 yards a game, but it's just whether he gets the touchdown or not. So, yeah, so, so we're I mean, about AP. Um, I, I, ha I had to take him out because he wasn't producing. Yeah, um, but if you're in a deep league and you ain't got no other options. But, yeah, I would avoid him if he could. But, like I said, I wouldn't really start anybody. I wouldn't start anybody on the Lions if you could, even Stafford. Yeah, I mean, give me, it's some, give me, give me something like, like thirteen to thirty-five. Okay, big, big, big margin. Uh, I feel like it's really big, but I feel like the Saints, man, they can control the ball and they can score every time they get it. Um, I feel long drives are are what's going to keep the Lions from scoring points, rather than the Lions' offense or defense. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, they got to stay off the penalties, man. Yeah. They, they're they so good at biting themselves in the foot. Uh, getting off the field biting, early. Biting their own tails, you know. <laughs> it's hard they to get off the field early against, you know, these Saints teams, so. Yeah. Um. So, well, taking the Saints. Taking we the Saints. Have... Big lock of the week, the Saints. Lock of the week. I, I can get behind that one for sure. Um, so we have our next game. 
two winless teams going against each other trying to get their first win. You have the Minnesota Vikings traveling to take on the Houston Texans. Deshaun Watson and the crew, not too happy with the start they had. But when you got to play your first two weeks back-to-back MVPs, um, a defending Super Bowl champion, and then the current MVP, kind of tough, man. <laughs> kind of tough sledding to, to start out, and especially when you just lost your number one weapon and uh, you had a lot of moving parts on that team and uh, organization as a whole. So, And Bill Bryan, I mean, I don't know what they see in that guy, but they just keep giving him promotions. He must have some they kind of the- – they see the playoffs. They, they must keep have. making the playoffs. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> First rounds outs, but, you know, keep making the playoffs. But, but also, he must have some pretty good blackmail on the owners because uh, <laughs> instead, of, instead of getting fired for anything he does, he just keeps getting promoted. <laughs> yeah, or, or he's, got, he's got more tapes from Robert Kraft or something like that, you know? <laughs> yeah. And he's got he's a like, insurance policy either way you look yeah. at it. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's got he's got some insurance. He's, he's got an ace up his sleeve. Yep. He's he's got a bag of tricks. <laughs> so, um, but uh, the Vikings, man, that offense just not looking good at all. Finally found Adam Thielen again. Like I think he has three touchdowns on the season, but I don't know, man. It just looks shaky outside of Delvin Cook. Um but equally, outside of Watson, um, that whole team looks suspect with the line and the uh, the running backs. I thought would be doing a little bit better, but I know Duke Duke Jr. is uh, is hurt. But I expect David Montgomery to or David David Montgomery David Johnson <laughs> to uh, to do a little bit more. Uh, to help help Watson out, I like that defense of pass rush on the Texans better, but I do like the cover corners on the Vikings better. Give me the Texans at home on this one. 28-24, I expect a. Uh, I expect the fourth quarter to really really determine the outcome of this game. Who you got? Yeah. Give me the Texans. I like the Texans here. I think that uh Sean Watson gets back to form here. They um the defense for the Vikings is not very good. So expect Watson to have a good day running and throwing the football. Um it's also the Vikings did worse against worse teams than the Texans did. Yeah, the the Texans played hard against a couple teams and they just didn't get good looking results. But they played hard and they definitely were in it. It wasn't just a steamroll. So, except for give the me Chiefs. the Texans. Yeah, so <laughs> give me the Texans. Start start the receivers. Start the running back. Um. Uh, David Johnson, yes, start David Johnson, start Brandon Cooks, Kenny Stills, and um, Will Fuller. 
expect Will Fuller to have a big day. But, yeah, give me Delvin Cook, Adam Thielen, Kirk Cousins. And if you're in a deep league, maybe maybe Kyle Rudolph here. I feel both these teams are going to be able to put up some points. So give me something like like a real close victory, maybe like a 30 to 27 Texan. Yep. It's really going to come down to – the Texans being way better passing and the Vikings being way better rushing. Vikings are eighth, eighth in the league for rushing, but 28th in passing. So, uh, you know, but then you have the Texans who are 19th in passing and 31st in rushing. So it's like, you know, it, it's going to be a true, uh, you know, run versus pass offense. And I think the passing offense is going to be able to get it done this week. So Texans are my pick rough start for the Vikings so far which as a Bears fan I am not gonna complain <laughs> uh yeah y'all can keep it between Bears and Green Bay as as usual so our next match uh, I think we're gonna have another decisive win here uh Seahawks going to take on the Miami Dolphins. Uh, uh, Seahawks, uh, Russ probably puts up another four or five touchdowns and start, start Lockett, start Metcalf, start Carson, start, start the backups. No, I guess they might get some playing time. <laughs> so uh, Seahawks, I uh, got them winning by murder. <laughs> Yeah, definitely the Seahawks are going to steamroll this one. Um, start all your Seahawks. And then on Miami. Um, gas, gas. Yeah, don't, gas. don't start anybody. What do you think? I might, I might start Gasky. Yeah, gas, if you're in a PPR league, start Gaston. And and uh, De, Devontae Freeman. Or not Devontae Freeman. Uh, Devontae um, I mean, this is this is the number five passing, you know, defense. Well, you got to they're gonna they be they're gonna be playing a lot of prevent. Gonna be a lot of garbage time, chunk yardage to be made. So uh, that's why I say start them. If it's not a, gonna be that they're if gonna. If you're be in a deep league, well. if you're in a deep league and you need to play Devontae Parker, I would say do that. But I would avoid him if you could. Give me an ugly game here. Seattle tends to kind of play down to their opponents sometimes, but I don't really see it happening. Give me something like 31-10 Seahawks. Seahawks. Yeah, I'm going to say 35-14, maybe 17. But uh, let's go. I will tell you that I think that we get to see Tua – get some significant snaps this week i think that i think that he comes in late in the game spicy spicy heard it here first scott sportscast (laughs) so tua pick him up as a potential no so we we definitely both got seahawks in that one this one uh, might be pretty much the same. You have the 
Los Angeles Chargers traveling to take on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Give me the Buccaneers in this one. Um, I just don't know if that Chargers offense is ready to go at that pace. Um, I know Godwin might be out, but Mike Evans is still in. Um, even their slot, their slot receiver's been doing pretty well. Blanking on his name right now. Um, Gronk starting to get a little more back to form. Plus, you still have O.J. Howard there. And that running attack with Fournette and um, Shady. Shady, it's a uh, – I don't know if Shady's played. Has he? Uh, he got a couple snaps, but nothing significant. But Fournette's been tearing it up, so – but he's kind of injured, so we're not sure if he's a go. If he is a go, definitely start Leonard Fournette over him for sure. Yeah. So, but I'm still gonna take the uh, the Buccaneers at home on this one. Give me twenty eight twenty eight twenty one. Um, I just don't know if I think it's Herbert still right. Tyrod's not back. Yeah, it's still Herbert. I mean that kid's gonna take his lumps, but uh, I like I like him so far. I like his poise. I like his demeanor. He just needs experience now. And this is a good game to get it. Watch how Brady does it up close and personal, and understand the pace and the rate at which you got to score at. So, uh, but I just see uh, Buccaneers getting this one done. <clears throat> Who's who's your take? That's where we're gonna have to disagree this week. I'm taking the Chargers. They got the number six and number eight offense and defense again in you know passing attack, rushing attack. Austin Eckler, uh, Keenan Allen's been balling out with Hubbard at the helm. Yeah, Hubbard Hubbard's a great player. I you know I told you guys last week. Don't be afraid to, uh, you know, start this rookie or put, or put some faith in him. And, you know, he's been delivering. So give me the Chargers here winning, um, beating Brady. Um, I, it has nothing to do with that. I feel it's going to be a true kind of just slow-paced, methodical-type game. So something like a... 27 24 type of victory here for the Chargers game winning field goal. Yeah, so so I would say start um start Keenan Allen, start your Chargers, but then also, you know, start well, I, I don't know, if you have better options than Brady, probably do that. Um you know, this is a pretty good passing defense. But you know Mike Evans, so play the receivers, play the play whoever's healthy at running back for Tampa Bay, and um, sit the defenses. Yeah, so they beat uh, the Chargers, beat the Bengals week one, sixteen thirteen. Oh, they lost. Lost, lost to the Chiefs. Uh, no, they won week one against the Bengals, um, but then they lost week two in overtime against the Chiefs. 
And then they went and fell flat 16-21 to 21 against the Panthers. So That's not flat. Uh, I mean, you got to be able to, to put up more points than that if uh, – but so sixteen twenty one, and I just clicked off that page again. Turn that in there. So, uh, so yeah. So Chargers, you got, I got the Buccaneers. So our next game is going to have to be. One more backspace. Yep. So um a lot of a lot of matchups this week looking like they're pretty uh pretty easily decidable, but a couple of these true truly gonna be toss ups. So what's the next game? <laughs> Our postponed game. Uh due to COVID player. Uh, some a player testing positive for COVID on the Titans. They had to close down their facility all week. Um, now the game's postponed against the uh, Steelers. So depending who gets it and what what truly goes on with that, uh, I say still give me the Steelers in this matchup. I like Big Ben. Um, I. I don't know if how or if the uh, Titans even get a practice, so so that worries yeah. me. I would say, yeah, sit all the Titans that you can. Um, give me a low scoring game, maybe something like a thirteen to twenty seven for the Steelers. Big Ben. Throws a couple touchdowns. Connor has a good day. Um, and also just the the tight end, Jesse James, and Vance McDonald. They might have some some solid days because of whatever this lack of practice and covet stuff is. So who knows who knows when the game's actually gonna be played. I would say don't even for fantasy, don't play any of these players in week four if you can't afford it. So um, look for other options if you got them. But other than that, because I don't think the week four, I don't think the points will count for week four for the NFLleague.com at least. So avoid those at all costs if you can. So yeah, even Derrick Henry, um, maybe sit him because who knows when those points are actually going to get. All of them. We we don't know who who or how or yeah, like how that affects the scoring of the week. We're not a hundred percent sure. So, but either way, you have Steelers taking this one. Yeah, I got Steelers winning something like um, yeah, what I say, twenty seven, thirteen or something, twenty seven fourteen. Yeah. So we have both. We both of us taking the Steelers. We have both of us taking the Ravens over the Washington football team. <laughs> yep. Start your Ravens. Sit your Washington football team. Next we both, game. We both got the Rams over the Giants this week. Um, I'm pretty sure. Uh, yeah. 
relentless and almost Start looking your Rams, sit your sit your Giants. <laughs> um, then we have the Patriots traveling to take on the Kansas City Chiefs and what might be the game of the week. Give me uh, the Chiefs being the second team to go four and zero, uh, and well, I guess actually Steelers. But since they got postponed, they'd be the last team if they go four and zero, because uh, Texans or Titans and Steelers both three and zero. So somebody's losing. But yeah, I I got the Chiefs, uh, probably twenty eight thirty five. Yeah, give me the Chiefs here. Um, I feel it'll be a closer game than than a lot of people think. Patriots defense plays hard, but they are traveling to Kansas City, where Kansas City plays extremely well. Um, so I don't know if the defenses are going to be as much of a factor as they normally would. Give me a Yeah, give me the Chiefs here winning. Give me a score of 31-27. Um, nice. Close one-score game. Um, Patrick Mahomes just, you know, gets it done in the fourth quarter to seal the win. So so I would say start, start Kansas City, all your players as normal, start – New England as normal, just stay away from the defenses. Yeah. Um, there's just too too many people to cover on that offense that can wreck a game. Especially for 60 minutes. It's oh, too yeah. long. If the Chiefs shut down the run game, then then uh they might uh they might coast to to a good win, but I see though that running running game of New England just continuing to be consistent for him. So um, I think that's going to keep him closer. Maybe keep Patrick Mahomes off the field a little bit longer than than normal, but not enough to to win the game. So both of us Chiefs. This one might be the other game of the week. We have the Buffalo Bills going to Las Vegas to that new stadium take on the Raiders and what could be a high scoring shootout. <laughs> this could be a 31-38 kind of game. Um, I messed up and I went against the Bills last time, so I think I'm going to go with them this time. Josh Allen on fire. You have uh, that receiving core, uh, Stephon Diggs. Uh, they're getting open. Uh, Singletary and that run game, decent. I feel they could be a little better there. But that defense still looking good for Buffalo, but not not really where you want it to be. You don't want to be in shootouts every week. But um, the Raiders equally as powerful on offense and equally as good on defense. So, Another coin flip kind of match, I think. Um, but give me the Bills. Give me the Bills getting it done um, with it, within a one-score game. Yeah, um, I got to agree with you. Taking the Bills here, but 
not comfortably. I mean, I like I think that the Raiders are definitely going to be in this game up until the very end. I just think that Josh Allen finds a way to get it done. Um, probably more through his legs, but John Brown's questionable. Definitely, you know, start start your Bills receivers and start uh, Singletary. Start um, Josh Allen for sure. Uh, stay away from the defense. Stay away from Raiders defense, obviously. But go ahead, um, go ahead and give Carr a start. Start your Raiders. Start. Um, I feel that this is going to be a higher scoring game than. Not as high as some people think, but I think it'll be a high-scoring game, something like 28 to 23. Well, no, no, give me, give me a 28-27 uh, Bills, one-point game. Nice, nice. Okay, so both going Bills over Raiders. Now, our next game, the Philadelphia with depleted Eagles with only one wide receiver on the roster <laughs> um, as of today. So uh, traveling to take on the defending Super Bowl champs and the 40 almost as equally injured 49ers. <laughs> so. Wow. Did you just call the Niners the Super Bowl champs? Oh, oops. Uh, Runner-ups. Runner-ups. Defending Super Bowl runner-up. champs. How about that? That works. Um, but, yeah, so it just shows you how long of a morning I've had. So. <laughs> <laughs> but we have uh, – I think we both got the Eagles here moving on. No, just kidding. I'm, I'm going to take the Niners just based on injuries alone. I'm taking the Niners. Even with that depleted defensive line, it's still going to be stronger. Or for San Francisco's defensive line, it's still going to be stronger than Philly's offensive line. They're going to get pressure on Carson Wentz. Um, yeah, like you said, one receiver, Dallas Goddard's out for the year. Um, all, all he's got is Ertz and Miles Sanders, and that's not a good situation to be in. Um, and I believe Kittle might be back this this time he's a full participant in pack in practice and philadelphia has terrible um middle and outside linebackers which is going to make it tough or make it easy for kittle to get open get some yards get some catches and touchdowns so if kittle kittle's there expect him to have a big game um i would say sit all your eagles miles sanders might be a an okay play, but Niners have a real good run defense, so he's not the ideal guy of the week. Um, he can go off, don't get me wrong. He can be a factor in the pass game. But Zach Ertz, I would temper expectations as well. Um, he's been having an okay season. Give me a low-scoring, not-too-exciting game here. Um, so give me something like 20 to 13, uh, San Francisco. Nice. 
And so we move on. That was our Sunday night game. So our Monday night game comes down to the uh, Atlanta Falcons taking on the Green Bay Packers in Lambeau. Um, Aaron Rodgers always plays well. Uh, Two weeks in a row, the Falcons have blown a double-digit lead in the fourth quarter. Um, that offense is high-powered, but they're going against an even more high-powered offense with Devontae Adams returning back to practice this week. Uh, so he may be a go for the, for the game on Monday night. Uh, just be careful uh, if you have – uh, Tay Tay in your league because uh, we don't know if he'll be a game day decision or not. And last thing you want to do is try to find a receiver Monday night <laughs> to plug in. So um, yeah. expect, expect this one to be a pretty high scoring game, maybe a 34 31 kind of game. Expect Aaron Rodgers to come alive in the fourth quarter. And as much as I hate to have to do it, I do see the Packers also moving to 4-0. Uh, I hope not, but I hope this is the one I'm most wrong about this week because I would like first place in the division to myself. <laughs> yeah, give me, uh, give me the Packers here winning. Rodgers going off. Uh, Devontae Adams going off if he when he plays because I believe he will play um so on Monday night it's always you never know um and if you really need that guy to perform on Monday night it's going to be it's going to be difficult so you know I would say he will go though but I'm obviously not him I can't say but that guy's a game changer so expect Rodgers to have a huge day. Fresno State. Um, big big shootout. Um give give me give me 35 28 Green Bay. Um start your Falcons offense. Uh maybe not well, maybe not the running backs. Running backs are they're still trying to figure it out there with Gurley and what's going on with Hill. So I would say give me give me Green Bay here, 35-28. Nice. And that is our week four selections for the NFL picks. Um, any any kind of comments, anything you think stands out about this week? Anything to pay attention and look for? Who's uh who's your lock of the week? My lock of the week is going to have to be the Dolphins losing. <laughs> so, so was that Seattle? I believe it was Seattle or Cowboys. All right. My oh, lock yeah, my lock of the week Seattle. is New Orleans. Wrong button. Let me let me go back and take a look because I already Kind of forgot that was a lot of games. Um, New Orleans against Detroit. 
Yeah, it was Seattle versus Dolphins. Uh, that's yeah. my lock of the week for Seattle. Um, who, who do you think is going to be the coin flip game of the week? One that's going to go either way. I definitely think that the the Jacksonville Bengals game is going to be a true can go either way. Nice. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Bills versus the Raiders. To me, that one, both teams are pretty equal, so... Let's yeah, see if that's the true too. Can edge it out and solidify themselves as one of the main main threats in this league, or if the Raiders are going to show that that they uh they just had a bad game one time so far. Um. Yeah. So, other than that, I would say for the Bears, just know that Tyreek Cohen did tear his ACL, so he is done for the year. You have him at running back. You're going to need to find a new one. Um, so you're going to see a little bit uh, different look for Bears went on punt returns and uh, kickoff returns. I see Cordero Patterson taking over the majority of all of that. Um, other than that, I would say uh, a lot of these games seem seem pretty one-sided, but there'll be a couple of them that will be good matchups, and who knows what the heck's going to go on with the, the Titans-Steelers game. So uh, we'll, we'll see if see how or when or if they play or practice or whatnot. Yeah, this year, as predicted, is going to be the craziest fantasy football year. Um, we're already missing out on a game. Um, it's being postponed, moved. Who knows when that's going to get played? It's It's chaos. Who knows what's going on? We don't know. So... We're trying our best to fill you in. Um, yeah, it's tough this year, but it's um, still fun. Fantasy football, still regular football has been awesome. The plays, even though the crowds haven't been there, the energy has, and the games have been intense and great to watch. And it's just so awesome having football back. And, you know, we're just glad that we get to do this. And we're glad that you guys tune in. So follow us on all of our social media at, you know, Scott Sports, does Scott Sportscast. And thank you for being a part of this. We look forward to hearing some feedback. We love engagement from the community. And uh, let us know your picks. Let us know your lock of the week. Let us know your coin flip matchup of the week. You know, if you have any start sick questions, go ahead, comment on our YouTube and be sure to catch us next week for the review show uh, for our fantasy league and also the NFL weekly pick them and our fantasy breakdown. So thank you for tuning in and I'll give it back here to, to you. I don't want it. I'm just kidding. But uh, so yeah, like I said, you know, hit us up on all of our social media. We need, uh, we need more questions, more, 
more engagement. I know all of you are out there listening. Uh, don't feel nervous to try to participate a little bit. You know, this is this is a community that we're building here. This isn't just me talking at you. I want to talk with you. So, and I'm sure all of our co-hosts on here feel the same way. Absolutely. But, but make sure that you stay tuned for more. Um, like I said, let us know your picks. Your, uh, let us know how wrong you think we are, how right you think we are. Agree and disagree. Just do it respectfully is all we ask. Um, nobody can tell the future. So as, as I look at it, we're, we're all guessing. <laughs> we, don't, we don't know. But we can, uh, we can break down and analyze and try to give you a, a good percentage of a probability. So at the end of the day, no one's an analyst because nobody knows the future. <laughs> um, but thank you all for tuning in. We will catch you uh, next week for some more fantasy football. We just released uh, another episode of Alex and an Athlete where I interviewed a uh, college cross country and track runner, Arturo Carrez. Very, very good interview. So be sure to check that out. Make sure that you stay tuned uh, for our MMA coaches corners and all of the past events if you missed. So from the Scott Sportscast, from our house to yours, thank you, and we will catch you next time. Sweet. Thank you.